morning. It's Thursday, December 1st. World AIDS Day. Started in 1998, World AIDS Day is a day to come together in the fight against AIDS and HIV, as well as remember those who have died. Here's something. According to unaids.org, AIDS-related deaths have been reduced by 68% since its peak in 2004 and by 54% since 2010. 1998's first AIDS day was also the first time a health day was observed globally. And now the news. Remember when House Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced that she would not be running for House Minority Leader when the new Congress starts their term in January and everyone was like, who can it be now? Now we know who it can be. You like that? It's a little uh, Thursday wordplay. You come here for the news, but every once in a while, I just knock it out of the park with a joke. That was that was probably not one of those times, but I liked it. Hakeem Jeffries. Hakeem Jeffries of New York has been elected as the House Minority Leader with Massachusetts Catherine Clark elected as whip, a.k.a. lead vote counter and sometimes influencer. And California's Pete Aguilar elected as the chair of the party caucus, a.k.a. messaging. Jeffries will be the first black party leader of the House. In a clear distinction from the Republicans, the three new party leaders were unchallenged in their elections. New York City's Mayor Adams announced on Tuesday that officials will begin hospitalizing more unhoused folks in the city against their will if they are determined to be in psychiatric crisis. It's one of many missteps he's seen as having made in his short time as mayor in general and in regards to the city's response to folks experiencing homelessness. In a statement on Tuesday, the policy director for the Coalition for the Homeless said, quote, Mayor Adams has continually scapegoated homeless people and others with mental illnesses as violent. In response, the director of the mayor's Office of Community Health said, quote, These new protocols and trainings will ensure that agencies and systems responsible for connecting our community members with severe mental illnesses to treatments are working in unison to get them the support they need and deserve. But many are wondering how the city will pay for these changes and if the infrastructure exists. The number of care centers fell by half in the last three years. Additionally, his administration has been talking about stopping unhoused folks from sheltering in the subways, while pending budget cuts will continue to remove services that could actually help them. Trump crime update time. Multiple crimes update edition. Ahead of the House January 6th committee likely getting its walking papers when Republicans take over next month, the Department of Justice announced on Wednesday that they are seeking access to all transcripts and evidence that the committee has gathered. In a press conference, A.G. Garland spoke at length about this request. Just kidding. He never does. Dude is stoic. He did say, quote, we are asking for access for all of the transcripts, and that's really all I can say right now. He also touched on this week's convictions of the Oath Keepers, saying, quote, the verdict makes clear the department will work tirelessly to hold accountable those responsible for crimes related to the attack on our democracy on January 6, 2021. Love to see it. Love to see it. And speaking of things people are loving seeing, the House Ways and Means Committee now has six years of Trump federal tax returns in their little mitts. And they better read fast, because just like that January 6th committee, expect this investigation to go bye-bye in January. I wonder what'll get done first. Their reading of those tax documents or my reread of Harry Potter? Probably the tax documents, um, because of the importance, and also because of how long that last Harry Potter book is. 
Hoping to avoid a real strike that would be an economic disaster here in the states, the House voted 290 to 137 in favor of a bill that would superglue companies and workers to a settlement that includes higher wages, but no paid family or medical leave. The bill, which was rejected by 12 unions in September, now heads to the Senate and hopefully choo-choos its way to the president's desk for quick signature. Just to understand why everyone's talking about this strike with such urgency, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce and the American Farm Bureau Federation have both warned that a strike could cause a $2 billion hit to the economy per day. House Democrats did add a second vote on Wednesday to add seven days of paid sick leave per year onto the contract. But Republicans are overwhelmingly against, um, well, anything that helps anyone. And in an evenly divided Senate, the odds are very slim that the add-on will pass. And that's it. That's the news. I'm proud of cookie cutters. It's also National Cookie Cutter Day. I like a cookie cutter, but you know what I don't like? When they try and sell you a cookie cutter by designing the package, like I will be able to frost the cookie with such a cute design on it. Oh, look, it's a llama cookie cutter. And we know that because of how it's iced exactly like a llama. Okay, well, it's not going to look like that when I do it. It's going to look like a horse or a dog or a blob, depending on how I did with the cutout, because I'm not going to be able to ice it. Don't play games with me, cookie cutter package designers. I'm sick of it. But more than that, more than how frustrated I am by cookie cutter package designers. I'm proud of you.